Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. I'm Karen Nowicki, and I am ecstatic about our guest today, who's just across the pond, maybe a little further than that. We had a chance to meet Yasna, who is the CEO of Flourish, when AZ Tech Council invited us to meet some esteemed guests who were traveling from Montenegro to the States on a whirlwind tour, Arizona being one of many stops, folks who are in technology and startup, a group of entrepreneurs who are supporting each other. And I was asked to be on a panel to talk a little bit about our business community, our tech community, and the whole idea around being an entrepreneur and, and, and an advocate for startups and small business. And I was so impressed with the entire group there. Uh, I did reach out to Yasna and a couple other people, and I said, listen, while we typically do interviews with Arizona businesses uh, and industry leaders, I would love to hear about your travels after you finish your tour, want to learn more about your business, would you become uh, come and be a guest on, with us today? And Yasna graciously accepted. So with that, I so much look forward to having a conversation today with Yasna. Again, she is the CEO of Flourish, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. It's uh, 10 p.m. in here in Montenegro, so it's already night. And I'm so happy that uh, I will be able to share my story and uh, story uh, about my startup Flourish and Let's Flourish, yeah, let's, <laughs> let, yes, yes, Let's Flourish tonight, tonight for you. Now, if it were 10 o'clock for me and someone asked me to do it, I'd have to decline because I'm typically in bed by 8.30, maybe even a little earlier than that lately. <laughs> my son is embarrassed for me, but uh, I, I'm pleased that you were willing to work with us on our schedule. Let's start for our listeners who may not know where Montenegro is. Let's start about where you are in the world. And then I would love to have your introduction to uh, Flourish and, and and again, your history and background, and we've, we've got all the time we need. So please just uh, indulge us. Uh, Montenegro is a small country uh, across uh, uh, Italy on, on, the, on the Adriatic Sea. We have around 600,000 inhabitants. And I'm always making joke when we uh, visit some big places like it was in the United States. And then somebody asked, so how many inhabitants you have in Montenegro? And I, had, and I said, like 600,000, but only... A few of us came today. <laughs> I, I didn't brought a whole Montenegro. Uh, Montenegro is a beautiful country. We have a seaside, we have mountains, and we have lake in the middle. Mm. Uh, and within one day, you can basically uh, visit uh, seaside and you can uh, swim. And uh, if you are lucky enough, you can even uh, uh, um, uh, ski on the, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> on the northern part of on, on, uh, on the and make that all in one day. It's it's that uh, yes, that small in one day, mm -hmm. and it's um, quite connected. We have uh, flights that connects us with other part of Europe. So within like one and a half hour, you are in Vienna, for example. Uh, so it's a very nice country. And and you grew up there. This has been home for you. I'm born in Montenegro, yeah. uh, uh, but I lived uh, for like 10 years. Basically, I completed my basic school in Bosnia. Okay. So I had this uh, experience with war in Bosnia when it started. 
uh, and that was the time when I moved back to Montenegro and started with my high school and later on completed university. My background is basically mathematics and computer science. And I was in IT and I still am I, uh, in IT for more than 20 years. So basically I was one of rare uh, women within uh, IT uh, at the time when, when I started working. And at this moment, I'm one of rare uh, uh, women entrepreneurs in startup world. This is something that I learned that it is not only situation here in Montenegro, but obviously in whole world, we have lack of women entrepreneurs and we have lack uh, of female startup founders. Yeah, I'm pretty rare, it seems so. <laughs> I, I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a driving force and, and a leader in that. Uh, I had forgotten that when you gave your introduction, when we had a chance to meet in person, that you had the IT background. And so I, I'm excited to hear that again, because Flourish is a, a your work is, resonates with my heart. And yet coming from the IT background, when our listeners hear, you know, what you're doing now, it, it may not seem like this natural fit, but please introduce us to Flourish and then how you found your way to uh, creating this company? Flourish is a, a mobile app that actually grow your uh, emotional intelligence. So it measure current level of emotional intelligence and then prepare your development plan. And this is basically exercises that are fully gamified. So it's, it's um, entertaining and you are doing it like in spans of uh, less than 10 minutes per day and already within few weeks you can you can feel progress you can feel that your emotional intelligence is is growing it's improving and you can measure your progress so it's about growth of emotional intelligence karen you have right uh, it doesn't seem so connected like IT and on one side and then emotional intelligence on the other. So I would like to tell you a story how it happened. It all started in 2019. In 2019, I decided that after almost 20 years in corporations that I will start my own business. And my business was about education. So I wanted to do things that I really love to do. I wanted to do things that I know that can provide enough money for me and my family that we can live. Yeah. So it was basically like living my purpose. For me, it was very important that anything that I will going to do in, in this um, uh, entrepreneurship journey, that it's somehow uh, uh, connected with a changing world for better, at least a bit. You know, I wanted to feel that I can somehow uh, uh, give uh, 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 something. Now, it was really important that my life has meaning, greater meaning than only uh, like uh, I'm manager. I was leader uh, for more than 13 years. I was IT director in biggest telecommunication company in Montenegro within Deutsche Telekom Group. So, you know, I had really big roles, important roles, which I loved. But then I was thinking, okay, can I do something more? So I got this idea that I'm going to teach children here in Montenegro to be successful in digital age. How? Uh, by, by developing their digital skills, by developing their emotional intelligence and creativity and critical thinking all in one. 
So I got the idea about innovative educational program for kids. It's called More Than Programming. And that was really cool. But the thing was that I didn't have any certification, any, let's say, formal knowledge connected with emotional intelligence. I was only reading a lot. I was attending educations, but I'm not psychologist. And, you know, I didn't have anything firm in my hands that I could, could uh, uh, use for this training. And I was thinking, okay, so I need that. Uh, and I was investigating and found an excellent training in United States, of course, <laughs> uh, Institute for Social Emotional Intelligence. And they were, uh, um, they had uh, a training that lasts uh, like around six months. And it's basically applied uh, psychology, but focused on emotional intelligence. And I became certified coach for emotional intelligence. The thing is, while I was attending this program, thanks to my IT background, you know, I realized it was like a moment, it was discovery. Oh my God, you know, I can create a digital coach for development of emotional intelligence. And the thing about emotional intelligence is that amazing thing about emotional intelligence is that you can develop it uh, uh, during your whole lifetime. So you're not stuck like with IQ around 16 years, you know, it stops developing and then you can only help yourself from, de from degrading it by performing some exercises, but EQ or emotional intelligence can be improved your whole life. And this is, this is really good. You know, this, uh, you can build your motivation on that fact because this is fact, this is scientifically proven. That's a great thing, but unfortunately, People think and, and, and uh, um, that current ways for developing of emotional intelligence are expensive, complex, and not effective. So you need a lot of time, a lot of money, and it's very hard to track progress uh, during that journey of developing your emotional intelligence. So I was aware of these problems, and then solution was there. Okay, let's make a digital coach of course, that it cannot replace human 100%. And that, that was not intention. But intent, intention was like, okay, let's help that uh, a person can develop emotional intelligence like, for example, 80%, 80%, uh, and then uh, additional 20% can be done with uh, some human coach or psychologist or with some trainings or so on. So let's maximize potential of it. And, and you can do it whenever you want. You are not constrained to some uh, uh, time and date, and uh, you don't need to pay uh, enormous amounts of money. And it's really fun. <laughs> so that's how uh, a Flourish was invented. Basically, uh, when idea came, I waited almost one year to start working on it because I started with this uh, training for children called uh, More Than Programming and I was focused on that and uh, all my resources was, was on that and then happened Corona. So in March, 2020, everything stopped. Uh, schools were locked, in including my school mm -hmm. uh, for children. And uh, I personally faced as well one, uh, uh, 
let's say personal issue my my youngest son was really ill so i felt like like whole world was somehow crashing around me because i left uh, corporations where i uh, where i was really safe i had good salaries i had some security there and i left it for uh, uh, running after my ideas and then everything stopped and i had ch- a child who needed expensive medical attention at that time. And I was feeling like, oh my God, you know, what to do now? Corona stopped everything. And I needed something. And in that moment, idea about uh, a digital emotional intelligence coach again came to my mind. And I asked my best friend, uh, Valentina. Valentina was uh, together with me uh, on that training. We attended it together. And uh, we had same, we have actually same background. She's as well IT lady from IT. And she was at that moment technical director uh, within Deutsche Telekom Group. So uh, I asked her, okay, would you like that we go for this startup together? She's my best friend. So she said, yes. You know, I needed that at that moment. I needed somebody who will believe that this might happen. And she believed. Uh, So we started working together on that idea. And we applied for one local Montenegrin accelerator. And we were in, we were admitted. uh, And we actually um, won their support. Uh, That was really great thing. We got the chance to present this idea, to work with mentors. And... You know, although I'm like senior, when you look uh, age structure in in this uh, startup world, you could say, oh my God, but why you need mentors or or why you need somebody when you have have so much experience? Uh, Because uh, after telecommunication, I, I, I was working like two years in insurance companies in sales and marketing positions. I was director of sales and marketing. So I had this full span. There was leadership, there there was uh, um, uh, ICT uh, skills, and then I had uh, sales and marketing. So, you know, I could do it. But actually, startup world world is completely different. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. And, And what applies to corporations it, you know, you can't apply same rules to, to startup. So uh, we were wise enough to know that we need help. And accelerators are really great thing uh, for uh, beginners in startup world to get help and to boost their ideas and, and to uh, crash it <laughs> and, and, and leave it if needed or to really uh, make them grow. And um, we had great mentors and we managed to uh, uh, validate our business idea, to validate it. We managed to build a a prototype, to test this prototype and to realize that we are on good track. So, So that's how things started and then we applied to an- another, uh, let's say, bigger accelerators, uh, one supported by European Union. That was a great thing because we got support from consultants from Deloitte, for example, and consultants from Deloitte did market sizing for Flush. And you know, uh, when you are in small country like Montenegro is, and uh, when you get consultant from uh, uh, UK, 
telling you that, oh my God, you have potential market size of 6.7 billions yearly, constant growth rate, yeah? Then you, you, you feel that you have jam in your hands. You have jam in your hands and uh, you understand at this moment that actually whole world now is connected. You know, you can grow, you can flourish whenever you are. And that's really good thing. That's really good thing. Later on, uh, we won uh, uh, support of UNDP, UNDP uh, uh, accelerator, uh, UNDP for Europe and Central Asia. They had accelerator called Boost. And we got their support. Later on, we won their comp competition. So we was chosen like uh, one of best startups uh, in Europe uh, who helps, who helps uh, in... Um, in achieving sustainable development goals. So this is another thing that, that we are really proud of. So it's not only that we are going to earn big money, eh? become billionaires in future, but actually we are helping that world will become better place. And this is not like only imagination of one Yasna and Valentina from small Montenegro, but uh, it's something that is confirmed by a big organization like UNDP. And then you really feel in encouraged to continue and to push and to work on that and then bring your baby, baby <laughs> product yeah. alive. Yeah. <laughs> so, Incredible that, background. That, and such a needed app, as crazy as COVID has been for all of us worldwide. And I think many of us have a similar revelation or experience like you did with your son and just, oh my gosh, did I leave my corporate job at the wrong time? And is this really something I can do? And I've got to care for my kids now that they're at home. And, you know, I think many of us have had been faced with some version of that. I often think about the folks who have poured their life savings into opening maybe a brick and mortar business, a coffee shop, or or even something that's online right before or right as COVID was hitting. And I, my, I can't imagine what that felt like laying awake at night for those, you know, type of stories, which all goes to how important Flourish is and what you offer. Uh, I, I'm a, a coach myself. Um, I, I do shadow work and Tao integration as well as trauma integration. So like you, this has been part of my life and my trajectory, always wanting to improve myself personally and emotionally. And it's been part of my career uh, as an educator. And then, of course, in the work that I do here in our business community. So for me personally, I value it a great deal. And I echo what you say about sometimes how developing our personal aptitudes around emotional intelligence, even having a growth mindset versus, you know, a uh, you know whatever, stuck standard mindset. People begin to think that it's only for other people, right? It's only for the leaders or people who have discretionary income or those sorts of things. Some will pick up books and read them, but there's also not always the accountable accountability piece, which you've spoken to about Flourish. Or if you're not a great reader and you don't have that muscle built on how do I apply this? How do I put this into practice? Then that piece is missing. Uh, so, uh, and I've, I've spent a lot of money year after year with coaches and retreats and, and in, uh, those sorts of experiences uh, and have always been grateful. 
And now that there's an app available that can help it be readily available in my own timing, sounds like a gem. It's just incredible. And it's so needed right now because of the way the world has just kind of gone on tilt. (laughs) So kudos to you. Uh, Talk a little bit, if you would, please. You mentioned that you have a prototype. Is the intention to uh, have the app available to just general lay people, or will it be something that maybe a business purchases on behalf of their teammates, or is it both? Could you speak a little bit to the intended audience and the intended customer? So fast forward from this uh, this uh, start of realization of idea yeah, that happened in COVID. Uh, it, it started actually in April 2020. So that's the moment when we officially started and put things on paper. Now, uh, from 1st December of last year, uh, we have ready a B2B version. B2B version, so that means for companies, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it uh, um, Smart Employee Growth Assistant. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. And uh, when it was ready, uh, we did the process of validation. Uh, luckily, we got support uh, from a few really big uh, companies and organizations. So UNDP obviously supported us because we were winners. So, there, so uh, uh, employees from several of their offices were using Flourish for two months and give, gave us feedback. We have uh, uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers as well on board, uh, so that was great. <laughs> and at that moment, uh, one uh, a bank, really big bank, international uh, uh, from Austria, actually Erste Bank, uh, they uh, uh, they decided to use Flourish for thirty percent of their employees. So it was really uh, 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 like uh, two months of, you know, uh, if I want to explain how it looks like, it's like your uh, child is ready to go somewhere without you for first time. You know, you don't know, you, you try to learn, teach him how to behave or so on, but actually you don't know how he or she will manage. And you simply uh, 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 let uh, them go. And then you wait for them to return and uh, to tell you how it went by. So after two months of this uh, validation, we got results. And uh, you can imagine that I couldn't sleep (laughs) waiting these results. And it was really positive one. So basically, we validated uh, Flourish. Almost 100% of users found it easy to use, amusing. Above 80% felt benefits, like uh, that their emotional intelligence were improving during this period. And basically, when we did with this validation, it happened that we... Uh, we, uh, that flourish together with group of uh, startups uh, under organization called Digital Den uh, from Montenegro and support from U.S. Embassy from in, in Montenegro. Uh, that we got the chance to travel to U- USA and to present our startups. So it happened that 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 uh, I, I would say the most beautiful thing that happened to me and to flourish is uh, during our visit uh, to Denver University. So when we were in Denver University in Colorado, uh, uh, the 
the director of their uh, 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 center for, for entrepreneurship on the, at Denver University, uh, he said immediately uh, when we sit together, like, who is Flourish? And I said, okay, I am Flourish. <laughs> I'm, I'm CEO of Flourish. And he said, I absolutely love Flourish. And I would like uh, then the university use Flourish for their students. Yeah. So it happened that uh, we were at USA from 12th till 26th of uh, February. And then on 26th of March, first group of students from Denver University started using Flourish. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. And uh, after one month, uh, so, or almost one month, because it ended there, the survey ended on uh, Monday, and I'm not sure what was it. So the Monday was 25th of, of, of April. So on 25th of oh, April, wow. we got results of survey. So you can imagine that I didn't sleep again. <laughs> I hardly sleeping, it seems so, you know. <laughs> and, um, and basically, above 80% of students found it uh, found that flourish and they think that flourish improves emotional intelligence and 80% of them thinks that uh, Denver University should buy flourish for all of the, their students those are and fantastic it, statistics right i mean i'm feel what going into these types of case studies or or focus groups whatever word we're using for it what percentage were you hoping for? To 80% to me sounds outstanding. It is definitely yeah. great results. But, you know, I'm like, I'm always expecting more. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, why not? Why? A true entrepreneur, <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. But uh, these are really excellent results. So now um, we still, uh, we will uh, have a meeting next week to talk about next steps. Yeah. And, you know, I hope. And all the while, right, you're continuing to improve the app and make the adjustments and the changes. And um, wow. And, and when I said congratulations, I'm not, of course, just speaking to that partnership with, with Colorado, but also all the other companies that have run alongside you and been champions for you and said, let's, let's get this out to the world. And how can we help and, and have already used your services from a B2B perspective? Congratulations. So looking into stories uh, of other startups, I know that we made uh, uh, already, let's say, a huge jump. So from idea yeah. to, to working product. So this is really a, a big thing, but uh, there are still a lot of things uh, ahead of us. So I will tell you honestly, that uh, from 1st of March, when you officially said, okay, now we are going, um, for sales, yeah. So now we will try to sell these licenses and to companies. I realized that although I had like two years uh, of experience in corporations with sales and marketing, and as entrepreneur, I'm constantly selling my services. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. But basically, uh, that I I have no clue. Or, or I was quoted Aristotle like saying that uh, all I know is that I don't know, that I do not <laughs> <Yes>. know nothing. <laughs> so, uh, and for me, it was like facing, okay, oh my God, I need to learn more how to sell innovative startup uh, 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 software product all around the world. Uh, 
And this is really, really now like a learning process. I hope that very soon we will have a help. Uh, we will we will got uh, like a consultant who will help us to to work more on strategy. Mm-hmm. But uh, while we are waiting for consultant, uh, we are not waiting. So we are working. I'm knocking to doors uh, uh, together with my colleagues on board. We managed to apply to some conferences, and a few days ago, we got a note that. This bank from Montenegro that that was brave enough actually <laughs> to use Flourish in such a let's say in this first phase when we basically didn't have other clients in the system mm-hmm. uh, that uh, their story uh, about uh, uh, experience with Flourish was selected amongst uh, among six uh, 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 most successful uh, HR uh, uh, stories from our region. So we will have chance uh, at the end of May to uh, to present and be presented actually uh, uh, in Belgrade to one big HR conference. So that's a big thing. Huge. Another big thing is that we uh, signed contract with first distributor uh, from first uh, region. It it will uh, it will be uh, our neighborhood country uh, Serbia. You know, it's growing and it sure um, is. Yeah, and is it just very, the two of you right now, full-time? Uh, there are two yeah. of us full-time, <laughs> Valentina and myself, yes. but we have as well partners. When we uh, started working on Flourish, we realized that, of course, two of us can't do it, that we, right. uh, that we need more people. And we decided instead of hiring programmers uh, and other designers and and psychologists to be like full-time on board with us, that we we are going to uh, make a partnership with software development company. And uh, we did it with company Amplitudo. They are really one of biggest uh, IT companies here in Montenegro with fast growing team. Uh, We we knew them not Oh, uh, we knew them for like uh, 15 years or something. So we knew that. And, and we made partnership with them. Uh, and, and of course, uh, we have several psychologists that are working on contract base mm-hmm. with us. So our team is like broader, but um, I would say that mostly uh, or like my 25 hours per day <laughs> are allocated to flourish now yeah. while my colleague valentina is keeping us alive because she's working other things yes <laughs> well, well again a true entrepreneur story <laughs> right this yes, is exactly. this is the nature of startups yeah exactly could you talk a little bit about you've already spoken to the success of uh, that you experienced here in the states let's talk a little bit about the comparison between uh the startup ecosystem and entrepreneurs in Montenegro and Europe and compared to what you understand with the U.S.? Are there any any challenges specifically that, that you notice that you've been up against that maybe here in the U.S. or, even you know, that we haven't uh, been faced with? I've noticed, uh, 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 of course, few differences. I would say that the biggest difference and what is amazing uh, for me is a culture which is connected with uh, entrepreneurship and start slash startups mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, uh, where Montenegro is as well, of course, and in USA. And this, it's about culture of failure. Uh, 
So here in Montenegro, and I noticed that the same thing is in Europe. So it's not so well perceived if you had a failures. And if you are in startup world, you will have a lot of failures. I mean, this is a way of learning. This is a way of improving. Uh, and it happens all the time that you have like one idea and then it happened that, you know, you, you learn in, in this, during this journey that this idea should be modified. And then you have like failure and you start up again and so on. Uh, so uh, I noticed that culture in USA is different. So it encouraged that you should try, that you should build your business. And if you fail, it's fine. I mean, you know, you will grow up again. You will stand on your feet again. You will build another business. And here you are doomed. <laughs> I mean, if you fail, we will not work with him or her because, you know, he's like failure. Is this person capable of doing something? So the culture is different and people are hiding when they are failing. <laughs> and that's really a big problem because if you are, are uh, not admitting that you have a problem that and that you need help, you know, you will fail even uh, even worse. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's uh, that's the biggest thing. And another thing is, I've noticed uh, during visiting uh, United States, and we had uh, uh, we visited four states, and each state we visited universities, one or even more. We noticed that this culture that encouraged entrepreneurship, including startups, is really there, and that students. Uh, 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 during their studies, they can uh, apply for competition. They can try on. Uh, there is a very supportive climate for that. Mm -hmm. When I uh, compare that to Montenegro, I would say that we we are starting with that, but it's not there fully developed. So uh, there are still a lot of space for improvement. Mm -hmm. I'm personally uh, uh, working as a part-time uh, teacher assistant at university as well. And I'm working a lot of with young people. I mentor whenever I, uh, there is opportunity or whenever I'm asked to be a mentor, I'm there. And I can see and I can tell that we here need more of that. Mm -hmm. We simply need more and we need to learn uh, uh, our children and our students that it's completely fine to fail. <laughs> right. Again, back to the whole purpose of Flourish and emotional intelligence. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. The, the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Yeah. How, how can either entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, or even uh, higher educational leaders uh, best support this shift that, that obviously... Europe is making, right? But, and you've kind of witnessed that our, our higher education uh, institutes are now including on, uh, entire degrees, several different kinds of degrees and departments dedicated to startups and entrepreneurships with the competitions and actually the, the funding and, and those sorts of things. I, we've been very impressed here at Business Radio X with the amount of people who've come and shared their stories and how they're helping uh, entrepreneurs, both with funding and mentoring and education. So back to my question, do you, when you look at the challenge, what needs to happen? Do you, do you have, what introductions can we help you make? What, what needs to, 
to change, to, again, to enrich in the opportunities and have it be less in the shadows and this, you know, kind of scary, you know, you must be crazy kind of thing to do where it's more encouraged and, and, uh, and taught. What do you think? What needs to happen? Things like tonight, what happens tonight, that you, that you have me as your guest, that I'm allowed to speak up, to be heard. These more things like that should happen because, you know, for example, when I now reach for potential uh, client uh, or partner from small country somewhere, who knows where the, is the Montenegro is, you know, somewhere across the Adriatic Sea or we don't know, you know, people are suspicious, like, Maybe this is some kind of scam. It happened to me when I reach out and ask for a meeting that it's not only about ignoring. It's like I, I can I can tell that there is lack of of uh, uh, belief that uh, uh, really there is some good product somewhere in some small country. So it's really uh, hard to, to to pass this barrier. Uh, so what happened at the Denver University and the way how they embraced this mm -hmm. innovative idea and uh, they were willing to try it, to give a, a chance to us. It was really a great thing. So I don't know, uh, more opportunity to be heard. Yes. I, I'm, yeah, I'm really proactive. Uh, I, I can tell you that... Uh, from the day that we started working on Flourish, we applied to so many competitions, uh, uh, so many uh, opportunities to be heard. I was personally speaking at uh, some conferences, really big conferences last year and previous year, and I had a chance to mention what we are working on. And now we will talk even more because we have working product, yeah? Yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, we want to go uh, in next phase with that product as well. So uh, we need to, to work on B2C version and to make it available for each individual on the, on the planet so that each person can download it from the app store, uh, play store and, and, and use it and improve their emotional intelligence. What we decided from the first day is that part of the app will be all, uh, are free and will always be free. So basically whoever use the app can test their emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and can learn about what he needs to improve and how to recognize uh, how lack of these competencies uh, uh, affecting uh, their uh, uh, everyday life. So one can always read about it and, and, and can see results of the test. But actually, if you want, uh, uh, if you want to, to uh, 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 play exercises and, and, and perform exercises, then you need to go for subscription. Uh, so that, that's the idea mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, uh, let's say, raise awareness that each person basically can be tested with psychological tests and discover uh, uh, their level of emotional intelligence because, you know, uh, uh, that actually our success is coming from maximizing our strengths and minimizing impact of our weaknesses. So if we get to know what are our strengths and uh, which competencies of emotional intelligence are good, good uh, 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 are, let's say, well-developed, and if we learn where uh, we have weak points, we already gain something. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, that's the idea. So uh, I believe that till the end of this year, we will have B2C version as well. Wow, that's aggressive. Good. Yeah. yeah. As you spend your days making those introductions and again, putting yourself out there, when you sit back and think, if only I knew somebody in this kind of position, or if only I knew somebody from this industry, who, who is that? Is there, is there that kind of like reach? Like, gosh, if I, if I could just have more of this, or if I could know someone here, who, Um, who is that? Is there anybody? Yeah, of course. I would like to meet more uh, brave HR directors who are uh, willing uh, uh, to give a chance for such digital coach Mm -hmm. of emotional intelligence, because that could uh, change the way how they they do uh, education of of their employees. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, idea is that the whole company is now using an app they have something to talk about as well over coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not only about development, emotional intelligence, but you have as well a topic that you can discuss with your colleagues. So how you did this exercise, yep. you know, uh, how much points you have there and, you know, uh, uh, and so on and so on. Uh, and on the other side, finally with Flourish, uh, 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 HR uh, management can track the progress of development of the employees. So they can clearly see how they are developing. And uh, uh, if you uh, take in account latest reports uh, 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 about uh, uh, what HR directors and leaders as well, CEOs, uh, thinks ab- about uh, uh, most important uh, uh, skills that employees should possess. It's definitely soft skills, which yep. is actually emotional intelligence. Uh, uh, but uh, what they found as a problems, the problem is that it's pretty expensive to educate ho- all employees mm-hmm. and to raise their soft skills to another level. And another thing is that there is actually, it's not effective. When I say it's not effective, the issue is that, for example, if I enroll myself to some training, for example, training of communication, or let's say uh, assertive communication, so I can go for a training of assertive communication, and after a few days, after training is completed, if I didn't apply this to practice, I will forget like 50% of of it. After a month, I will forget uh, almost everything. Right. The thing about Flourish is that, you know, like each day you practice a bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after some time, it becomes habit. So mm-hmm. assertive communication becomes your habit. And you can use it easily because it's inside you. You adopted the change. Yep. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, I would like to meet. This is open invitation. Yes. <laughs> to, uh, uh, HR directors uh, uh, who are willing to use an innovative solution who can really make a change, and um, that yeah, that's it. Basically. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I asked because, uh, as you mentioned, you know, having an opportunity to have this available for people to listen to and to share, and it's Creative Commons content, so it's our gift to you. We hope that you'll you'll share it, and we'll do the same. Uh, I'm always thinking, I already think of a couple of, I can think of a couple introductions that I, I know people uh, in some of the areas that you spoke of that, you know, 
I don't know that they would be able to help, but at least they are the kind of people like you and I who would want to lend an ear, find out what you're doing, and then could do the same thing that I'm doing. Who else do I know, right? So I think that makes a, a, a grand difference. And I'm really glad we got to this last little section of our conversation around how important this is for HR and for companies to adopt. We talk a lot about culture here in the studio. We have a show that Kendra Maples is the host for, and it's called Culture Crush. And she decided to host that show and create that whole show and community based on her experiences by getting hired by companies for the roles that she wanted to play in those companies, only to find out that what they said on paper or on their website about their great culture didn't really match what was really happening behind closed doors. And and I think that's where emotional intelligence and problem solving and all those, all the things, all the soft skills really come into play. And whether it's top down or, or you know, bottom up, these are critical things. And the fact that Flourish will give you those tangible moments, the consistency, consistency small little bites or more if you want them, and the, the metrics and the measurable so that, it really can be justified and, and it, it becomes the science, right? And I think that's the piece that's been missing. It's been so subjective with a lot of these programs. How do you show that there's been a big difference? And sometimes because these programs can be so expensive and you send someone to a retreat and they're gone mm-hmm. for a week or even three days and they come back because of the price point, you're only send, sending your middle managers, your managers from above, and then they're relying on teaching other people and that doesn't always work. So again, I am... I am blown away about about your presence, your experience, the tenacity that you have and the grit that you have to bring this to market and really that we get to have this conversation today and and help you put the word out uh, to more people who would not only benefit from Flourish and the product, but also can help you make that worldwide uh, impact. Yeah, really thrilled to have this conversation today. Is there anything that I haven't thought to ask Yasna that you want to make sure our listeners are aware of before we close out our segment today? I enjoyed in conversation tonight, I would yes. say tonight. <laughs> and I really felt like we started five minutes ago. <laughs> Good. Uh, we always say that it's going to feel like that. I'm glad it did. It worked for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was, it's really pleasant. I think that we touched uh, all points. We will flourish, definitely flourish, will flourish. And thank you for supporting it at the very beginning because, you know, when you give helping hand to somebody at very beginning or let's say in the right moment, it really, really counts. Yes, it does. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And I and I do look forward to making a couple introductions. And as they come up, Daryl, our producer, and I will continue to keep you in mind. Please let us know where we can stay in touch with you. You are on LinkedIn. Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Yes. And so for, and we'll have this printed when, once it's a podcast, but for those of you listening right now, it's LinkedIn and it's Jasna Paovich. They say yes. that correctly, right? So that's J-A-S-N-A-P-E-J-O-V-I-C. Again, we'll have it in the show notes. Uh, also Facebook, uh, Flourish Mob app. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Flourish, mo- like mobile, right? Mob app. Okay. I didn't say that correctly. And then Instagram as well, Flourish app. I don't believe, I know that you and I are connected on LinkedIn and Facebook personally, but I'll need to go get, make sure we're connected for your business pages as well. The invitation I would imagine is open. If anybody's listening today, they want to touch base with you. They're curious about the B2C app or B2B, or even want to uh, just, you know, get, get you in front of their HR team. They can reach out via LinkedIn or even the website. Exactly. 
Yes. Thank you. And of course, and the uh, is there a specific website? I said website, but I, I know your social. Do you have a? It's a flourishapp.me. Okay, flourishapp.me. Excellent. Well, I, I love this, even though, again, we're across the pond and we've only met one, once in person and you had to wait patiently for us to reschedule after I had to have a hip replacement. I am thrilled that we had a chance to connect tonight in your case and today for, for Daryl and I. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to hear your story and your progress. And if we can make any introductions that you see that I haven't pointed out, you reach out and let us know. We will be honored to do that. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. Some media leans left, some media leans right. We lean business and startups. Until next time, I'm Karen Nowicki. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.